0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do this and have some fun. <laughs>
1: hey guys welcome to
2: Good God. <laughs> fuck man i didn't expect that at all uh, you, sometimes you gotta we we do this show for us guys that's 100 percent true and we thank you so much for liking it for liking if you, it if you do like it it really do mean it really do mean that we have a shared fiber of a sense of humor mm-hmm. somewhere deep in within all of us. And despite our differences
1: and where we grew up, different and the, heights. Different heights, different dads.
2: We all have different dads. Some of us times. have different dads. Yeah. I would say ninety-nine percent of the podcast audience has a different dad. Mm. Speaking of daddy, that's mummy. <laughs> Dude, um, if you want to talk
1: about what that was, we could. Otherwise, we could just let it cr- cruise on by.
2: I think it's it's fun to... It's so fun. I think it would be fun to talk about yeah. it for a second. Yeah. Let's talk about it for um, a second.
1: So I have a few things I want to talk about today. Welcome to the show. Steve's upset. I'm upset. I have a few things. Well, am I upset? No. Let me think. One of these things might I might be upset about. Oh. Yeah, I'm upset about one of them. Okay. It yeah. has to do with a beloved character from a beloved film franchise we call Le is
2: Ryan is there any way to get some steam rising from Steve's head
1: make it make it make I'm getting heated he's here.
2: getting a little red and maybe some steam from ears maybe one clothes <laughs> Eh. Um,
1: dude oh man i could jump into a lot of shit right now because i just saw this out of the corner of my eye and it's been a while since we heard ozzy (laughs) and this morning i saw a clip of ozzy from 1982 Mm -hmm. and he has like the shortest haircut i've ever seen him in and he looks so young and he's like a little chubby and it's so weird to see him like that and he looks like elton
2: john from a little
1: bit yeah and uh the interviewer is asking him about biting the head off of a bat and he was like,
2: well, actually,
1: uh, uh, and you could kind of hear him, hear, understand him. Yeah. yeah. He's like, people with f- fucking throwing things on the, on the fucking stage. <laughs> and you know, everybody's having a fun time. Having a lot. <laughs> and someone fucking threw a, a bat <laughs> on the stage and he, and I guess he thought it was like a toy. So he bit, he bit the head off Fuck. and he said it was a total accident Yeah. and he hated it and he didn't like that it
2: happened. I mean, who would, <laughs> who does, but that's such a cool, like I would have never have known that he didn't absolutely love that same. until you just said that same, right now. same.
1: Yeah. And, and like, and it's interesting because it's like, you know, knowing that part of his legacy is biting the head off of a bat yeah. for
2: sure. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Um, among many other things, but certainly that one's up there. I, I sure. feel like Top everybody knows that story. Um, but the idea that like he did it because he's crazy and he's like a hard rocking like mysterious rock star, yeah, um, made it like ten times cooler because it was like, man, don't fuck with this guy. He bit the head off a bat while like while he was rocking out and shit. Did
2: he bite the head off other shit? Didn't he bite the head off a dove or something? So
1: yeah, I guess later on he did it because. What I'm assuming is is because in 1982, I think he was getting a lot of shit for it. Like animal rights people were like, you bit he the head like, off an animal. You don't
2: tell me what to do. Or well, I tell you what to do. He
1: said he felt bad about it. He was like, I felt bad. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Like I he was like I I didn't I didn't like it. But um But what I'm thinking is is like his his like team was probably like Well, this everybody loves that you did that.
2: That's the craziest part. Yeah. And that's the part I think (laughs) about, like, let's say, take somebody like Jake Paul, who is kind of like a, you just do douchey things and that becomes Uh, your persona. Yeah. What if, like... He didn't even want to do any of that stuff, yeah, and but it was somebody's just a like, listen, they have a meeting, they are like, close the door, yeah, thank you for coming in. I know it's the middle of the day on a Friday, and we all hate traffic, don't we yeah. <laughs> door closes, yeah, and they're like, you can make a billion dollars if you're just kind of an asshole,
1: yeah, like there's a they, they like brought him in, like they brought him into a meeting just before he blew up, you and can there's make- two circles. <laughs> No, the first circle it says there's a dollar amount
2: <laughs> and there's and there's uh, a big circle. yeah, yeah, and it says one billion dollars. yes, yeah. but all the zeros are there.
1: over here, you could make one billion dollars and over here you could maybe do all right making like watch me do this how-to video on right.
2: YouTube. So what is the difference between this amount of money and this amount of money? <laughs> we <laughs> take the cap off the dry that. erase book. <laughs> And and in big letters he writes, be an asshole.
1: <laughs> and then he just drops the pen and then, like a and mic. Then he goes like this, he goes like this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he points to the one yeah. billion dollar.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's I love the idea that like maybe he's not an asshole and he's
0: just <laughs> he's being a made guy.
2: to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i mean let's let's look it up because it sounds like um maybe that's why vince mcmahon likes him so much maybe he's just a good person and he's just playing a heel and then that's the most wrestling thing that you could possibly do
1: so what did, what, what else what else did he bite the head off of is what i want to know i right think now.
2: there was a bird because <laughs> i i remember yeah a dove a dove <laughs> <laughs> You know how some people let them out for their weddings, yeah. And then some people will bite their head off for yeah. for a gag. <laughs> okay, here we go. When when Ozzy bit the
1: bit off the heads of two doves. Two doves. <laughs> he did what? Says WC V C R Classic Rock and Culture. U- sorry, Ultimate U Sorry. U C R Ultimate Classic Rock.com says that was pretty much the reaction of music fans on March 27th, 1981, when the world began to spread that Ozzy Osbourne the recently deposed Black Sabbath singer. <laughs> Bats, bats, bats. Had bit the heads off of two white doves with his teeth.
2: This is what it sounds like <laughs> when you buy doves. <coughs> two doves. Scoot, scoot, do
1: As the saying goes, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, says UCR Ultimate Classic Rock and Culture.com.
2: My parents used to have a huge UCR. <laughs> You can fit two of them in there.
1: Sometimes, uh, and Osborne was finding even wilder and unbelievable ways to reinvent his sound and image. First off, he was greatly aided and abetted by a dynamite new backing band led by guitar whiz Randy Rhodes.
0: (laughs) Scream! Randy Rhodes.
1: What do we got about Randy Rhodes here? Randy Rhodes grew up in the Southern California where he did cocaine since the day he was born. His mama put three strings in front of him and he started shredding the guitar. He taught Jimi Hendrix how to have sex.
0: (laughs) Um, He single-handedly taught Jimi Jimi
1: Hendrix Hendrix to do do (laughs) sex. He taught Jimi Hendrix that he was doing sex wrong. His whole life changed his life. Randy Rhodes.
2: He smacked smacked Bob Dylan in the the dick dick one.
0: one. Randy Rhodes killed JFK. The motherfucker could shred on guitar like.
1: (laughs) Mommy got scared. Um, Okay, so um, at this point, Sharon was his manager.
2: (laughs) Sharon. Uh,
1: Many people have attempted to make sense of the day's bizarre events. Um, Mick Wall, who recounted the incident in his Black Sabbath biography. This must be about the bat. Sharon arranged for Ozzy to give a short speech.
2: Why don't you just Google, did Ozzy bite the heads off two doves? Because then it'll do. It'll give you the answers. Because we're really here with ultimateclassicrock.com.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're really here. So here's the deal. Sharon arranged for Ozzy to give a short speech. I,
2: I'm okay, wrap it up. I'm I'm wrap it up. Wrap it up. Hey, Ozzy, wrap it up. Ozzy, wrap it up. Ozzy, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
2: going down on Sharon. So, Sharon arranged for
1: us a short speech, lauding the efforts of the company workforce in the lead up to the US release of Blizzard of Oz. <laughs> It's this new Dairy Queen fight. Wall wrote, the piece de resistance was to have Ozzy ending his speech by releasing three white doves into the gathered audience of label, higher-ups, and worker bees. (laughs) Fuck yeah, right and roll, baby.
2: You know what suits love? Doves. Right and roll, baby. (laughs) Punk rock in front of executives.
0: Oi, oh, I was fighting there eating their little sandwiches in their coup de gras.
2: <laughs> I ate all the industry's fucking sandwiches. I ate
0: their fucking sandwiches. I drank out of open bar. <laughs> but I
2: fucking
1: hate the system. They packed me cat. Where's my iPhone? 1989. But Arden's clever peacemaking reference <laughs> unexpectedly <laughs> gruesomely backfired when Osborne, who had polished off a bottle of brandy in the car on the way to the convention... Never,
2: we'll drink on the way to the open bar. i never... Oh, never. i never... i
1: never... <laughs> Ozzy, did you ever do that? I'll never...
2: Okay. I believe him. I don't know why, I but I do. I do
1: believe him. Apparently... uh Arden's clever peacemaking reference reference, unexpectedly and gruesomely backfired when Osborne, who had polished off a bottle of brandy in the car on the way to the convention, got bored with the proceedings.
2: Hell yeah, dude. As, That's what's up.
1: As Osborne recalled to Wall, I just remember this PR woman going on and on at me. In the end, I said, They love animals. Then I pulled out one of those doves and bit its fucking head <laughs> off <laughs> just to shut her up. Then I did it again with the next dove, spitting the head out on the table, and the woman fell on the floor screaming,
2: yeah, man, because that's a crazy that's a crazy thing to see a person do, yeah, right my face. How boring you have to be, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. to to, to to need a conversation ended with you like that. Do you think that woman is a big
1: Ozzy Osbourne fan? I
2: think that woman is different now than she was before. I think that so moment. too.
1: After that moment.
2: Yeah. I, never... I don't believe you. She fell time. on the
1: floor screaming and that's when they threw me out. They said I'd never work for CBS again. They said
2: "Oh, never.
1: A mortified Arden immediately turned his potential fiasco to her advantage. It says classic rock and culture. Ulti- UCR ultimate classic rock.com <laughs> But it was uh it was great press for his album. So I think he um
2: You think it was a stunt. It was a stunt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
2: I'm the prince of fighting darkness. How are we gonna sell it?
1: Right. So okay, so the so that was a complete aside thing that I didn't I wasn't ready to talk about.
2: It's okay, that's um, fine.
1: But we did it anyway, and it was <laughs> fun. So I have three things that I want to talk about
2: today.
1: <laughs> and we'll see how many we get to. Okay. But one of them is about the film series, Le, Le, Le Matrix,
2: The Maltrex. The Maltrex.
1: And um, uh, specifically about one of our, the most beloved characters, Orifice. And we'll get to that later.
2: <laughs> Cut to that.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, I don't know if you want to talk about the origins of how we got to this Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah, I think so. Okay.
2: I think that for a while we we talk about things that we're nerdy about all the time, Beatles, Muppets, Cloverfield, Cloverfield, Muppets, the Beatles movies. We talked about the Beatles a bunch, big, small, uh, all of the sizes, <laughs> open, <laughs> close, um, and we you know have played around with the idea of doing kind of an extra uh, like wrestling thing podcast, like a
1: feature within the show,
2: yeah. Um, and yesterday we kind of tried to do, oh, actually over the span of two days, we tried to do it Mm -hmm. and we sat down, we watched, a specific wrestling event From a time Long ago history Which
1: we'll get to At some point You'll hear all about it We're working on it Behind the scenes Just
2: we'll know that we fun. got together We did an extra <clears throat> thing Having to do with wrestling Yes And it's I think that we As much as we try Not to do this I think what we have The tendency to do Sometimes is be like Man we can't wait For this mm-hmm. And we've like Made it a point To hold our tongues About a lot of things That are definitely Happening and coming out We just want to Manage expectations At all times and. and so. there was, there was one point where we were like, wouldn't it be fun to do something like this? And then we get a lot of DMs like, you guys got to do it. So just know that we sat down and we did it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm excited about it. And in the process of doing that, Steve unearthed a gem that I had no previous knowledge about. And it made me have weird feelings on the inside. <laughs> and then it made me laugh really hard out of my eyes.
1: I'm just, um, well, I'm surprised we haven't talked about this. And if we have, please forgive us for absolutely forgetting.
2: Are you talking about the song or the thing? This
1: thing in general. Uh-huh. This like this 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 album uh-huh. that exists. Um, because Mike and I were digging through the wrestling, the old wrestling chest. You've heard of it. The past couple of days. We, we saw, maybe we saw Hulk Hogan once or twice. Mm-hmm. And I recalled a time when I was a young lad in Oxnard and I went to the 99 cent store and found what would be a defining moment in my life. <laughs> and I found an album by Hulk Hogan called huh? Hulk Rules. Yeah. And it's Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. <laughs>
2: You guys can be called anything. What do you guys want to be called?
1: Yeah, anything you want. Well, we got to have wrestling in the name, shouldn't we?
2: Okay, so. What what about the
1: wrestling bow? What do wrestlers
2: have? Wrestling tights? Uh, Yeah, they have hats sometimes. (laughs) Okay. Wrestling Mm -hmm. knee pad. We'll be the knee pads. Mm -hmm. Mikey the knee pads. Mm
1: -hmm. Sometimes they have boots, but sometimes they have belts. What? Go
2: back one? Belts? No, before that. Boots? Boots boots kind of sounds like bands if you say it weird whoa wrestling
1: boots band
2: it doesn't sound great but I do think that's the one
1: (laughs) (laughs) so it doesn't sound great at all but I think that's the one
2: somebody already wrote it down
1: (laughs) so I found this album and I I had to have it it's got Hulk Hogan struggling (laughs) to push a turd out on the cover and uh, there's an American flag behind him (laughs)
2: <laughs> no relation
1: no relation and his hat says hogan on it and i want to say this is, is a my... hat on well he's got that like do rag thing or whatever A oh,
2: bandana is. the bandana yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <Hat>. yeah. <laughs> he's got his a little hat hat. Says
2: hulk. he's got his
1: little hulk hogan <laughs> hat
2: on <laughs> hulk hogan's aunt <laughs> debbie hogan <laughs> you got your hat hulk
1: um Anyway, so I remember listening to this album and loving every second of it as a cynical little comedy boy. But yeah. here's a track that, um, before we get to the piece de resistance, because there's a lot of songs on this album, and uh, and not all <laughs> not all of them are good.
2: Oh, whoa, really?
1: Yeah, we got the first track is called Hulksters in the House. Oh, that's good to know where he's at. Um, and then we got American Made." We got
2: Hulkster's back. Does it say what year this came out? Um, Because that's important. It's important to know which Hulkster we're getting. Because we're either getting...
1: I mean, it looks like it could even be like 89 or something. Let's find out for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: Hulk rules album. <laughs> you can buy it right now. On CD for $57. 1995. 1995.
2: So this was like WCW Hulk Hogan. This is like shill Hulk Hogan. (laughs) It looked,
1: dude, it looks like 80s to me though.
2: No, man. It's not. It's very different. Like the one you saw the other night. Yeah. Yeah, this is very much like give me all your money, WCW. I'm ready for some
1: money stuff. Yeah. Using the money at this point.
2: Dude, when he got to WCW, he had a macaroni grill or something. Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
2: This is that guy. Yeah,
1: he had like a Hulk restaurant that he bought. Yeah, yeah. And it was <laughs> yeah, but it was like just. But, it was, but this was or also something. before the Hulk reality show. Oh yeah, Hogan knows best.
2: Yeah, that was like two thousand. Yeah, one or
1: something. Anyway, so there's a couple of tracks on this album worth noting, I think. But the rest of the track listing is. Hulkster's back. Rest, wrestling
2: boot traveling band. This is a terrible time for Hulk Hogan. Only did cringy shit in
1: '95.
2: This like two yeah. year period. Yeah. It's
1: bad. It's bad, dude.
2: But this is right before doing this. Everyone starts to hate Hulk right, Hogan. Right, right.
1: They're like, why are you doing His this? His
2: fans hate. All this shit. Yeah. And then he turns into a bad guy at like 96. Oh, And yeah. then he blows the fuck Is that out
1: Hollywood Hogan? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So this is like peak cringy. go fuck yourself, Hogan. And
1: someone's like, you got to rebrand yourself, dude, because this American <laughs> dude thing isn't working out
2: right now. <laughs> not anymore. It's not but working out. Change with the times, Hulk.
1: Okay, here's the rest of the track listings. Bad to the bone. I don't know if that's a, a, pair, a cover. I don't think it's a cover. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Which is possibly the greatest song on the album. Mm -hmm. Strictly from an instrumentation and lyric perspective. We've also got, for some reason,
2: a song called Beach Patrol. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think he did a show called Thunder in Paradise. Oh,
1: yeah. I remember Thunder in
2: Paradise. Yeah. But is this him? Is this
1: about him scoping all the babes? It's about him scooping
2: the bag, is is what it's about. Um, here's another song called "Horizontal (laughs) Integration." There's
1: another song called "Hulk's the One." (laughs) Um,
2: Still the one I run to.
1: And then, dude, ballsy to put this as second to last track, but this is the one that we're really gonna dive into in a little bit.
2: Says Ultimate Warrior, "Suck my dick."
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, even better, Hulkster in heaven. Fuck. <laughs>
2: and then the final track of oh, the tour stops.
1: Final track, of course. Title of the album. Gotta have Hulk Rules in there.
2: Hulk Rules is the final <laughs> song on the Hulk Rules album. That's a good bookend for the album.
1: But what I want to play for you guys is actually track one, two, three, four, five, six. Track six, surprisingly. Because really I think this is the song you open your Hulk Rules album with. Uh-huh. Truly. And I played this for Mike. Mike had not known that this existed.
2: That's correct.
1: And it's something that I cherish, truly, because it's really the only piece of Hulk Hogan... Uh, uh. Dude,
2: no wonder you hated wrestling.
1: But you know what, dude? But I loved Suburban Commando.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And I loved Gremlins 2. And the fact that he showed up in Gremlins 2 was like, dude, if he's in Gremlins 2, he's probably great. Uh-huh. I liked Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But it wasn't until... Because I think by the, when I discovered this album i think i was pretty much friends with my friend bobby who was like the big wrestling nerd of, in our group okay and he loved mankind uh-huh. and he would like bring the sock to school so this is like
2: 1997
1: yeah, well maybe 96, 90 it could have even been 98 okay sure but he was a huge mankind fan and uh and so that's when I started to like um, not hate wrestling so much, and more go like, oh well, people I like like wrestling, mm-hmm. so it's so maybe it's not that bad, right? Um, but but this made me laugh at wrestling, for yeah, sure. yeah, 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 uh-huh. and, and you know, and it's all Hulk's fa- fault, but <laughs> truly I think it is. But anyway, here's here's the track off of Hulk Hogan's Hulk Rules album called "I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac." 1995. <laughs> These sounds are
2: all old for 95. I be a
1: Have fun with my family and friends. Have fun with my family
0: and friends. If you want to be a hulk maniac,
2: <laughs> and you know he's like fucking like this. Oh yeah. Like treating the mic like an orb. He's probably holding the
1: mic and he's. he's just sweating yeah. on the, like more than anyone should
2: turn the snare up and
0: down in my headphone keep turning it up and why, down
1: why do we have people sweating in the studio so hard when we talk about people in the studio always it's so funny to because me. that's There's, work you're at work yeah yeah because remember we were talking about the herb albert guy <laughs> yeah. and the what, what was it was it the guy with the horn the
2: horn huh the uh, t1 Yeah, yeah yeah uh
1: the hottest we, we were talking about how uh it was the hottest studio in LA at the time, or yeah. whatever it was. But imagine how hot it was in this fucking studio. Very hot, burning
2: hot. Imagine how many sleeves he didn't have
1: on. Oh man! Imagine how many shirts he ripped
2: up in the studio. Dude, there's, it's just like a pile <laughs> of, of shirts around. It. Rags.
1: <laughs> all right, let's hear his rap. First of all, yeah. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Have fun with my family and friends.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hulkamaniac. Okay, so if we want to be a Hulkamaniac, he's telling us
2: how to be a Hulkamaniac. Oh, okay. I'll get a pen. <laughs> okay, get a pen. Let's get ready.
1: Here we go.
0: <laughs> if you want to be a Hulkamaniac, I can sure tell you how to stay on track. You got to train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins too. These are all the things that the maniacs do. Positive thoughts and positive... Always be good your family Okay, wait,
1: wait, wait. We got to follow these... Let's
2: follow... Let's try to follow these rules. Let's see if we what we've done so far. All right.
0: Positive thoughts and...
2: When's the I end? And fun with my and Who's singing that and what face do they have on while they're doing
1: it? It's the wrestling boot band, I'm have assuming. Fun
2: with my family, family and friends. And friends.
1: <laughs> they're so sad while they sing. <laughs> they all want it to be rock stars.
2: <laughs> Alright
0: guys, this is gonna be our first recording session. <laughs> Woo! get pumped up, guys, a smack chest oh, 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 oh,
2: Still oh. A bump of fucking coke. We're gonna be fucking huge, dude. Did dude. you get the did you get the sheet music that we're playing today? Absolutely.
1: I got a bass line that you're not gonna believe. listen to this. I oh, fuck yeah, That's
2: what what are the lyrics? <inaudible> boom
1: real high energy shit.
2: Can you handle that, Rob?
1: man. You're going to get your face (laughs) melted off when you hear this shit. You ready for this? Listen to this.
2: Oh, shit. Those are the keys?
1: Yeah, we don't need a band. I'm doing it all here.
2: (laughs) You guys are actually fired, actually. Let's see
1: what the second verse is. Let's
2: see what the third grade
1: drugs had he been on by that time
2: you know what that is very funny he just th- doesn't want kids to do it. right 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 yeah but as soon as you get a little old enough
1: give it a shot kid <laughs> <laughs> let's hear the
0: third heard <laughs> broken meat and sniffing coke i mean don't do that that's a joke
1: <laughs> wait i'm joking
0: <laughs> oh, God, yeah. well, I thought we this?
1: had stopped recording. Honestly, this is the most wretched chorus I think I've ever heard. It's in the
2: my most life. low energy. It's, this is worse than people singing happy birthday with like no energy. With zero energy. Yeah. How could you do that? How can you print that? It's not fun. Who's producing that? And they're like, dude, Perfect. I'm telling you, I've never met Hulk Hogan in my entire life. That guy, the director says cut, or the producer says, okay, we got it. And he goes,
1: yeah. And yeah. Where's my money? Give me my sign. money. Yeah. Give me my money.
2: And uh they hand him a bag of money with a giant dollar sign on it. <laughs> and then he throws half of it up in the air and drives away in his motorcycle. <laughs> I'm coming Yes.
1: Yeah. Let's hear this third verse of this song real quick. This. If there is a third verse. Try to do good each and
0: every day. Don't give up nothing bad to say. Always go swimming with a buddy.
1: Always go swimming swimming with with a buddy
2: After the drugs thing
1: Oh man this song is not We're not meant to We're not meant to read these lyrics
2: Always go swimming with a buddy
1: Even when you're an adult yeah
2: I can't be a -a hulkamaniac unless I (laughs) Always go swimming
1: (laughs) Well these are really more like guidelines brother
2: (laughs) (laughs) I give you specific rules
0: (laughs) If you don't follow
2: them, get the fuck out. Sing <laughs> the song I want to be. a oh, Sing the chorus.
1: Sing oh, it.
0: Honey, oh, Sing it.
1: <laughs>
0: be real, real cool, don't be so stupid and play the fool. Get your education each and every day. These are all the things that the maniacs say. I want to
2: be. a They all say baby. that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's four minutes of the chorus before
2: it ends. Those those people singing in the back are they maniacs?
1: Yeah, they're the maniacs.
2: They don't really give off maniac vibes.
1: Do you want to hear? I I don't I don't know if I remember all of these, but this is Hulkster and Hulkster's in the house.
2: This is what opens the album. Dude, it sounds just like the other songs. like <laughs> in the house, Hulkster's <laughs> in the, ding the ding house. Ding don't lock the door. Hulkster can't get out.
1: All right, this is what opens the album.
2: Can you hit the drums as hard as you fucking can? I want you
1: to break it. <laughs> the in the
0: house. <laughs> check him out, check him out.
1: Wait, the band sounds like they have some energy here. So why, where was the energy for... They used it on this song. It's all done.
0: Get
2: up off your seat. Get up off your
0: seat. He's got a...
2: You know what, dude? I just had a um, like a vision of what the writing room must be like. <laughs> so, so you're the band and you're all the writers, right? And you know nothing about wrestling, right? And you're like, "Fuck, we need lyrics for all these songs." And you've got Steve in front of you. You've got pages and pages. And I'm Hulk Hogan.
1: Okay, okay. Hey, Hulkster.
2: I'm not in the meeting.
1: Oh, oh, got it, got it. Okay. All right, so guys.
2: you're out with your friends. You're, you're riding with your
1: friends. Guys, we got to get these lyrics out here, man. And Hulkster's coming. If we don't have something good, he's going to beat the fuck out of us with those 24-inch pythons. And you fucking know it, brother. Oh, shit. Here he is. Shh, everyone, shut, shut the fuck up. I'm angry. Shut the fuck up. Hey, brother. Hulkster man, great to see you.
2: So you're the uh you're the band huh?
1: Yes. And um what we have for you, sir, is so much, so many lyrics, so many lyrics. You want some Coke?
2: No, I I got my full brother. I'm okay. Full great. Up.
1: I'm surprised you didn't get Coke co- contact high when you walked in the room,
2: holster. Okay, it's enough of the jokes for now. Are those the lyrics?
1: Yes, here's the lyrics. So here we have... Um,
2: Looks like you've been working pretty hard on these lyrics. Are you kidding me?
1: Man, this is the most important album Looks of like our Looks like there's lives. a
2: ton of lyrics, dude.
1: Most important album of stacks our lives. Stacks
2: of lyrics, brother. Stacks. Can I see those stacks? Yeah,
1: actually, here you go, man. Okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh.
2: It doesn't matter, dude. Hit record. What, really? And play as hard <laughs>
1: Here we go! <laughs> oh my God, he ripped up the lyrics. So you guys are gonna Let's say I to be a Hulkamaniac we
2: nine times. do one take <laughs> and you do it perfect.
1: What the fuck? Two, three, four. Oh, sir, we can't. We can't.
0: Two, three, four.
1: Well, here's a song we've been working on. If you want to improvise, over sing it. it.
2: Let's go. What do you think bring about you this you solo, you Shut your mouth gonna rip your
1: gonna rip your spine out of your mouth
2: when the song is over it's over
1: <laughs> you got it man <laughs> so there's some real good stuff in here here's bad to the bone you think it's a cover
2: I think it's a cover I think they got the rights let's find out
1: ooh someone's starting up a
0: hog that's how you start a rock and roll song
2: <laughs> who's playing the hog <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got Joe on the hog <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Mortimer on the hog you got Morty on the hog I don't think this is a cover, dude It's a different bad it's to the bone. different bad to the bone Bad to the bone, too It sounds like something they use in Bill and Ted It's
2: something like the start of the show
1: oh, baby, we were going
2: for Who's that guy?
1: Probably someone in the wrestling boot, traveling boot, boot band Bobby Boots oh, no. Is Hulk even singing this? You think? He's on base.
0: Bad, bad, dude, bad,
1: do, Oh boy. no, it's so bad. It's very bad. All right, let's hear Beach Patrol really quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah!
0: Drop a motherfucking beat. Yeah, I think I can spit some bars to this brother. Whoa, down the looking for my radio on rap station. a sticky situation. She wanted me to give her mouth. this sounds about
2: fucking kind of
0: So my dick got me red and I put it in her vagina. She was lubricated cuz she wanted to have sex. <laughs>
2: just gets like disgustingly (laughs) but also like very technically right
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) interactions with blood flow goes to the penis (laughs) we were doing lots of drugs and some were (laughs) intravenous I didn't want to have kids so I pulled out my penis
1: Holy shit. <laughs> hey, Hulkster. Listen, man, I don't think we can do this. These lyrics, Keep
0: man. playing.
1: Right <laughs>
0: <laughs> so her tits are pretty good. They weren't the best I ever had. But, <laughs>
1: it's like, listen, Hulk, we can't. We can't. Her
0: name was Brenda, and she lived in Tampa Bay. Her address is as follow. four four two Marybell 2 Mary Bell, right?
1: <laughs> Don't no, no. no, 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 Hulk! No, What's the problem, I, I'm drawing the line here, man. You What's can't, the problem, put, brother? You cannot put someone's real home address on the album. Okay, man. how much
2: do you weigh? Oh God! What are you like, one really eighty-two? Doing this? What are you like, four foot seven, one eighty-two? Hit play. Her name was Brenda. <laughs> she lived in Tampa Bay.
0: Her mom's name is Gloria. <laughs> here is her number. She works, Two- at, <laughs> she works at an Olive Garden in Tampa. <laughs> 225789 my <laughs>
1: radio Wait, did he just repeat the lyric? I he got one, ver- you got know, one verse, you got one
0: verse and I'm story. gone to some when I
2: there it is whoop there it is can you take the chorus of another song and just use it in your song yeah is that sampling
1: yeah whoop, there, hulk is had there, the there, first there, sampling okay man we got deep into hulk hogan here but we can't stop until we get it, to man. that's pretty funny we there's one <laughs> More piece of fucking gold, here, guys.
2: <laughs> and I, I do feel like we're mining right dude, now, dude.
1: We've been digging deep. Uh-huh. We found some good shit here, and this thing, this thing has been a personal treasure trove for me for very many years. Yeah. Um, but we've we've <laughs> we've finally gotten to the track that I will never forget, <laughs> and. <laughs> Should we do the ads and then and then come to it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's do that. All right. when we come back, uh. we're going to discover the <laughs> magic, the wonder, the beauty that is Hulk Hogan's Hulkster in heaven. Welcome to a record review show right after this.
2: Squarespace. maybe <laughs> baby puppy, baby puppy. huh. All right.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the ad portion of the show. I want to thank HeadGum. And I want to thank all of the sponsors, uh, the following sponsors equally. And thank you for being a part of the program. We we, uh, we only we only really push stuff that Mike and I believe in and Mike and I have used ourselves and like. Mm. So, uh, you know, so shout out to that. Shout out to Tegrity who's that <laughs> the guy that that's not in the matrix <laughs> all right <laughs> guys let's talk about squarespace we love squarespace been a long time sponsor on the program mike falzone has a squarespace website mikefalzone.com. you can check that out at any time and see how cool it is to have your own website that's easy to make. You don't have to install anything. It works right out of the dang gate. You can do it on your phone. There's a customer service line that is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And it's award-winning because they're always there to help you when you're in need. But uh, Not only
2: that, but design-wise, they have Mm -hmm. these award-winning templates that you could just go basically fill out. I'm telling you, I would not have my own personal website so I don't know how to do all that stuff but Squarespace makes it so easy to put um, to make it look however you want and uh, and you would think it's super complicated because of how beautiful it looks on the back end of stuff but uh, <laughs> but it's not and uh, and I'm very thankful that they exist
1: yeah and it's really just for people who want to you know start a website you ever wanted to start a website based on some idea you had or yeah, man. You got some stuff you want to sell
2: or whatever there's really endless ideas when it comes to websites yeah and think of like I know that we know a lot of artists and you don't always want your stuff wrapped up in somebody else's website like YouTube is somebody else's website no way Twitter, can say Pinterest these are all somebody else's websites. Mm -hmm. you need your own home on the internet especially if you want to like Steve is saying sell Mm -hmm. your wares have a blog have like this portfolio that you can send potential clients to to showcase your stuff Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of uh, really smart ways to use your own website So guys, don't be a dummy. Check out squarespace.com
1: slash banter if you wanna support the boys. And uh, you know, check out what you you might be missing on the forefront of website stuff, okay? And that's what we're talking about here. And so if you want that free trial, and when you're ready to launch, you can use an offer code, banter, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash banter. You get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain when you use that banter code at checkout. So check it out guys, squarespace.com banter. And when you're ready to launch that site, use that offer code banter. You save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. Wanna get my water. You know when you laugh a lot And you get that stuff in your throat And you're like, man, we've just been laughing all day today, guys Guys, what's on my butt right now? Bug bites (laughs) (laughs) Lots of them Hundreds.
2: Why are there bug bites on your I by?
1: sat on a mosquito's nest. I must have. and uh, But I'll tell you what's on top of that. Me undies. <laughs> and it's fall, y'all. It's time to replace your water intake with pumpkin spice
2: lattes. I love those and I don't care who knows. Sure.
1: They're delicious. And why don't you go out of your way to step on a crunchy leaf? Because the coziest time of the year is here. <laughs> Why don't you find your comfort in undies, loungewear, and more with me undies? Oh man, those big onesies. Whew, I can't wait till the wintertime. That, that's a winter thing. Cause I'm going to get into that snug and yeah. I'm to snug it up like a bug in a rug. Yeah, uh huh. Because me undies believes that comfort is more about, uh, uh, is, is about more than what's touching you skiing. It's about feeling comfortable in your skiing. And I absolutely will always love MeUndies. My entire underwear drawer is filled with MeUndies. I'm wearing them now. And I absolutely endorse and love them very much. And if you're like, what is the deal with these undies? Well, just imagine the softest thing you've ever felt. (laughs) Now imagine that thing on your butt. So guess what? Now you're thinking, you're now thinking about MeUndies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and guys you can, um uh they're available in sizes extra small to 4xl in a variety of classic colors and iconic prints fun stuff good stuff me will have your back and your butt all fall long so here's the offer for our listeners from me for any first-time purchasers you get 15 percent off and free shipping Undies also has their problem-free philosophy, which is if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they're going to refund it or exchange it, no caveats, no questions. <laughs> so to get 15% up, your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, you can go to MeUndies.com banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. We love you, MeUndies. Thank you. And of course, uh, we've got one more um, sponsor here for the show Dynamic Banter with Mike and Steve. We're talking better help.
2: Better help, better help.
1: <laughs> Guys, what, is there things that are getting in the way of your happiness? We've talked about this. Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? Are there things that stand in the way of your ultimate happiness? I know that there are for me, and it's very hard to do these things on your own unless you've got a good support system and friends and family, or you've just got the skills and the stuff and you know what it takes to do it on your own. But not all of us have that. And I certainly don't. And things like BetterHelp are out there to help people like me and you to, you know, talk to somebody about things that are bothering you. Maybe things that you feel like are ultimately in the way of your happiness. And BetterHelp assesses your needs and matches you with a licensed professional therapist in a safe and private online environment. It's convenient, it's easy, it's safe, it's all that stuff. And you could start communicating with someone in under 48 hours. And here's the deal, very important. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional counseling done securely online you send a message to your counselor at any time you get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room and BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need which is totally fine and normal and and it's all up to you and your comfort level and it's available for people worldwide you can find whatever you need um, and this particular expertise that you need online, you, you don't have to limit yourself to the counselors located near you. And we're talking about specialized counselors that specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, whatever, all of these things. And anything you share is confidential, it's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable. And that is all I have to say about that, guys. I know people who have used it, they like it, it's good stuff. Therapy is good. It's never bad to talk to somebody about your issues. And you shouldn't feel like you're alone because you're not. Because there's places like BetterHelp to help you out. So if you want to start living a happier life today as a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, BetterHelp.com banter. That's BetterHelp.com slash banter. And you're going to join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash banter great job steve
2: thank you mike yes. and thank you better help now to conclude the ads portion of the show you've made it through the ads and now i present to you without further ado the second half of the show
1: all right my now i'm very excited to share this with you mike please this is a track that like i said from we're back to hulk hogan's hulk rules album <laughs> featuring hulk hogan
2: and the wrestling boot band dude imagine him talking like in a chair like um vh1 behind the music like documentary style you know back when me and the boots dropped the whole rules album and he's like <laughs> super proud of it when
1: we when we locked down the rules album <laughs> he totally calls it the rules he album. calls it rules <laughs> this I track means we were
2: torn on rules <laughs>
1: When we were locking down rules, I remember we were slapping down rules me and in the, the studio. <laughs> me and
2: the boots are putting the finishing touches on rules. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, this track means a lot to me, Mike. It's about a Hulk Hogan fan who passed away, a young child. That's not good. And Hulk Hogan is singing a heartfelt, gimme money track about this
2: who who's now, a hulk fan there's no way of knowing this information but maybe all the proceeds for the album
1: we'd like to know we'd like to we'd like to thank
2: we're yeah. dedicated you know and they're like we need 10 other songs to fill it out so the other songs were crap and filler yeah. and this was all meant to raise money for
1: this boy's family yeah and um and i truly believe this is one of the greatest um i, I mean you got tears in heaven
2: from eric clapton, from eric clapton. Mm-hmm.
1: what's another one about someone who passed away we got candle in the wind which is about princess diana yeah i think uh, um, don't worry be happy is about
2: american uh, pie about the big bopper <laughs>
1: that's right just the big bopper yeah, yeah. richie
2: valens yeah. buddy um, buddy holly
1: buddy holly by weezer is about um
2: the big Bopper. is
1: about when uh Mary mccheese passed away <laughs> It's also about the Big (laughs) Bopper. All these songs are about the Big Bopper. Tears in Heaven's about the Big Bopper.
2: All Star is about everyone who didn't make the team. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Walking on the Sun, the other that Smash Mouth song, Uh might as well be walking on the sun. That's about the Big (laughs) Bopper. All right, this is the greatest song about someone who died.
2: People sound a real horror.
0: <laughs> I read it in the papers. I saw it on TV. I guess it'll be one empty seat. When I wrestled it, Wimbelee. Wimbaline. I used to tear my shirt, but now you tore my heart. I knew.
1: You were
2: from the very start
1: Is it because he came to see you in an autograph line? Is it because he had
2: a, a, sh- a t-shirt on that said Hulkamaniac? From
0: Hulkamania. You were my friend
2: yes, I'll see you Here we go, here comes the high When the holster comes to Heaven, heaven. Half of me is like, don't laugh at this. <laughs> How can you not? Half of me. How can you not? Half of me. How, dude, 50% of me is like, don't laugh at this. Hulkster, and then 50% of. <laughs> is the other
1: half Ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct honor to introduce a man who's created a song. And welcome to these award shows. These are the Emmys. <laughs> I don't know. Let me throw out some track titles here, and then you'll—I think you'll know who I'm talking about. Emmys, transition. Tears in Heaven. <laughs> Candle in the Wind.
2: Famously written about a big bullpup. Hulkster in Heaven, ladies and gentlemen, Hulk Hogan.
1: <laughs> Hulkster in Heaven.
2: This man needs no introduction. <laughs> Singing his its song, Hulkster in heaven.
1: This is the chorus. You were my friend. I'll see you again, again. And then the the singers in the background say, "This is not the end." When the Hulkster comes to heaven,
2: we'll tag up again. You think Hulkster's theme music plays when he comes to heaven? <laughs> Before he goes through the gates. I
1: am a real American. <laughs> um, no, this is the music that plays. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dancing up to. Heaven. Um,
1: oh, that's the pre-chorus. the The chorus is: "The world just lost a, a, another Hulkamaniac. I wish Hulk's love could bring you back again." <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You were my friend and I'll see you again when the honkster comes to heaven we'll tag
2: up again. <laughs> Dude, talking saying it just reading it sounds kind of more genuine. It really than does. It.
1: Um so so I can, I want to find information about this. Like but there what? really is. what if he
2: was just talking about this on like Arsenio Hall or something and he just said those words. Okay, he would we- be like, "Whoa."
1: are you (laughs) okay so according to hogan hulkster was written hulkster in heaven was written in 1992 in honor of a -A make-a-wish kid whom hogan had invited to sit ringside at a show in the uk
2: yeah he did a lot wembley wembley
1: when hulk went out to wrestle he saw the seat was empty (gasps) that the seat was empty Later, he was informed that the young Hulkamaniac had died before the match had begun. See, that's why you oh, don't laugh at stuff shit. like this. That's why I don't laugh. But the song's still real bad.
2: Still you could, we can laugh out. at how
1: bad the song is. The story's beautiful. The sentiment's beautiful. Yeah, you know? Too bad he's also a piece of shit in real life. But he did nice things, though, which is cool. I Everyone mean, does good and
2: bad this things. This might have been
1: <laughs> from his PR team, too. We'll never know. They
2: made up the story?
1: Um, no, no, no. Not that. But like having him write a song about it is like, maybe they're like maybe you should do that. Like,
2: or maybe he was so distraught, he, he just so goes distraught. back into the, the dressing room and is like, I need a paper, piece of paper, brother. Here's the
1: deal, brother. Me and the boots are laying down in a... Are laying down rules right now.
2: We need one more track I for need rules. One more track for rules. Um, you know we've been working on rules for twelve months.
1: Guess there'll be an the the lyric. Guess there'll be an empty seat when I wrestle at Wembley was direct a direct result to the situation, despite the fact that Hogan has never wrestled at Wembley Stadium <laughs> and had not wrestled at Wembley Arena yet at that point. Wimbley. Although he would eventually wrestle in the arena, at the arena, in September 1994 for WCW. Mike, are you ready for the coup de grace? Are yes. you ready for the big, you ready for the fucking, here we go.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Proceeds from the album. Yes. Went to help the young Hulkamaniacs family Boom. who was having trouble paying for medical bills.
2: Dude, so that's all it is. That's all it so is. So it was this song, and then they're like, what the fuck are we going to put on this To fill out this album Yeah And that's why all the other songs are dirt garbage Right Yeah
1: And that's why this one's like a legit love song Like a legit heartfelt song And
2: they put his theme music on here As a way to sell the theme music Right What a piece of shit Huh? Hulk You
0: I wish you were here at ringside
2: to cheer me on tonight. Dude, see? And now you hear this like big, burly guy kind of doing a very gentle, soft boy voice. And you think a little bit differently about it, don't you?
1: I mean, definitely the song is still hot garbage, but, de- but yeah, the sentiment is nice. Are you fucking kidding me? Someone says on songmeanings.com, beautiful song. He talks about himself way too much considering this being a song about a dead child. WTF. Yes, it's sad the child died, and I'm sure the Hulk was truly saddened by it. But this was the strangest fucking way to go about commemorating that child. If this song was about me, I'd be mortified.
2: (laughs) You don't know that until the song's about you. I wrote terrible songs for girls, and they were like, this is great. I seriously believe this to be
1: one of the greatest bands to have ever touched the face <laughs> of existence. The boots. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. <laughs> the comments on this video are real good too. I used to tear my shirt, but now you tear my heart. <laughs> this was my cousin's wedding song.
2: <laughs> Holy shit. All right.
1: Well, anyway, man, I'm I glad really I got to the share. Wind out
2: of my sales with the- uh...
1: No, no, no. Listen, we can be like, what a beautiful thing. And what a moment that probably lit up that family's life because uh-huh. the Hulk put so much interest into this kid. Yeah. And I think that's really sweet and cool, but the song is still real bad. You think anyone in the family is
2: like, we I don't, don't want the song. I don't listen to the song. We either. don't want the song. We never <laughs> wanted the song. We just want some, maybe some money. Hulk. I mean,
1: the money was wonderful. We didn't yeah. want
2: the song. I wonder how many people bought the thing. Cause this is not like popular. Let's find Hulk out. Hulk Hogan.
1: How? How? <laughs> How much money did Hulk rules make?
2: It's gonna give you like t-shirt numbers or some shit like that.
1: Oh probably right. Yeah. Wait, the Hulk, Hulk, rules Hulk rules album music album. Oops. Albium.
2: Album. Aluminium. This is actually fascinating information what if it raised like fifteen hundred dollars there's a
1: whole rick uh Wikipedia, uh <laughs> about the wrestling boot band oh also God. known as the wrestling boot traveling band
2: <laughs> previously known as the hiking boot Band,
1: <laughs> was a musical group fronted by hulk hogan which also included the mouth of the south jimmy hart yeah
2: he would write a lot of the music
1: hogan's then wife linda
2: Fuck, Linda's in the back singing BVs. Maybe she's the one singing backing BVs, backing vocals. Yeah,
1: back box, <laughs> dude. Under the name Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. Okay,
2: me and the boots are working on rules.
1: The song "American Made" was uses Hogan's theme song in World Championship Wrestling when he was not fronting the NWO
2: right Good
1: according, guy, hogan. according
2: to
1: hogan <laughs> hulkster in heaven oh yeah yeah because here's the stuff about well all of this was according to hogan so he could say whatever he wants
2: according to hogan and it's all in italics
1: right so apparently in 1994 oh no no, no. so when when this when all this stuff happened with that kid that night hogan and jimmy hart wrote several songs for the album Hogan let his fam- his wife at the time, Linda, sing backup vocals on a couple of the songs because, according to him, she sounded better than the rest of the stuff. The whole album. The song Beach Patrol features a sample Linda's from... Linda's the-, the best thing <laughs> yeah. The song Beach Patrol features a sample from the title Tempest... From Sonic CD, as heard on the album release of the American version of the game's soundtrack, Sonic the Hedgehog Boom. Okay, reception. Although panned commercially, the album has become a cult classic. The pro wrestling website WrestleCrap criticized the album as such. Hulk rules, the the Hulksters in the house, and invading your eardrums with the force of a a Class A killstorm Highlights include every song mentoring Hogan, mentioning Hogan by name, no egotism here, and Jimmy Hart singing with a clothespin on his nose. The album has been called the most unintentionally hilarious album ever created. (laughs) Ever, ever created. Ever, ever created.
2: You can get a tape of this right now on eBay for $10.
1: Oh, shit. You can get a
2: CD right now. For as low as five dollars, the best oh. offer accepted.
1: Whoa. All right. Yeah. I expect to see some in the mailbox for us in the we're PO gonna get box. too many. Maybe <laughs> maybe you're right. I'll say it right now. We're gonna get too many. So um, okay, so we're at the hour mark of the show. I'll we'll see you. We really fucking lost ourselves in this Hulk shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, right? Like, you know, it's still still good shit. Man. Still a great sewed. Should Heavens. we I had two other things To talk about Talk But um, But I think we should do Dynamic Or I think we should do Dynamic banter <laughs> Oh okay Welcome to the show I think we should do um History roads Okay And then we'll save it For another time
2: Let's just say before History roads comes mm-hmm. up That the next like Three months Of like cool merch stuff Is on the way And it's all like Ready Like cocked and ready To go And we're very excited Cocked Is cause I said cocked <laughs> uh we're just very excited to bring a lot of this stuff to you a lot of stuff we've been hinting at for a long time and i hope you like it hope that you're excited about all the things
1: so many things are coming guys really cool shit and at the end of this episode i think we have something some in the pit in the plug area to talk about yeah but uh um man
2: there's a lot of cool yeah, stuff coming a
1: lot on. of cool shit
2: stay tuned till the end of the show
1: i hope you guys stick around till the show
2: Also, if you're around tonight, which is Friday night, the 10th of September, as of right now, there's nine tickets left for Surrounded in oh, the, yeah. the Hollywood Improv on Melrose. So if you move your ass, you can move it fast.
1: And if you do it right, you'll be all, not all, It'll right. be all you'll night. You'll be all night.
2: You'll pee all night. If you, do <laughs> if it you right.
1: pee all night, you'll pee all night. I'll see
2: right. you again Here we go
1: I found out ago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a long way down First History Road comes from uh, Evan, someone named Evan, who uh, has an early life poo philosophy, History Road. I don't know what that is. I also don't know what that is, but I bet we'll find out right after this. (laughs) My name is Evan and I'm a 31 year old born boy, big born boy, whoa now from phoenix arizona area
2: (laughs) whoa now whoa
1: now i'm ready to tell a tale of young ignorance hope perseverance and dismay the hope i had in age seven revolved around my struggles with making poop
2: (laughs) if you're not familiar (laughs)
0: At the same time is great.
1: <laughs> That's a good one, I like that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Why do we keep getting poop shit in our fucking history roads lately? <laughs> There was constipation that came with it, Mike. He says, I no longer oh wanted my. the pain. Interact, Interact. <laughs> he says, I no longer wanted the pain associated with the bodily function, but what I didn't understand was that this bodily function was a requirement in order to
2: live. Also, he was trying to suppress.
1: Mm hmm. Must have been something stressful going on there. Indeed, my little mind cooked up an idea. I don't want to poop anymore, so I won't and I proceeded to not have a bowel movement for five years? No. That doesn't make sense. No. Well, at least no voluntary bowel movement for five years. Whoa. You shit your
2: pants once a day voluntary? for Would it just
1: push right out of your pooper? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: goes, goes out of his ears. <laughs> my
1: trek through the no poopy, no more zone was fraught with many hurdles and trying moments, but the first big ordeal occurred when my family decided to shop at the local outlet mall.
2: Ruined a day at the outlets
1: Big problem <laughs> It was special to go to the outlets in my town
2: You are trying to get Half-priced Adidas
1: My body Oh, uh, at the corner of Payless I looked around to see if the coast was clear Because I was churning up a fart Deep down and it needed out
2: At the corner of Payless There's no cross street The corner of a the, Payless and The Nike. corner of Less. <laughs> Meet me at the corner of Pay and Last.
1: The corner of Nike and TGI Fridays. <laughs> so with no one around, I made a light push, and boom! Out came everything. <laughs> Obviously. <too. laughs>
2: That sound,
0: bro.
1: Everything came out. My body.
0: (laughs) 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 Guys,
1: we're up (laughs) for a podcast (laughs) award.
2: Got to go from Spotify. <laughs> they want yeah, to pay us a million to, dollars. Yeah, they want us. They want us to have the Joe Rogan experience. Is what oh, they said. Yeah, they said, "How would you like the Joe Rogan oh. experience?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> we said, <laughs> <laughs> right into our into our me undies. My body de- had devised an uh, uprising against me, and after the shockwave settled, I looked behind me to see one of those bubble mirrors on the top of the corner, on the top corner of the store. My light tan shorts had a huge wet brown stain right on the ass. My response: denial. This didn't happen. This brown spot is a fashion statement. I reassured myself and followed my parents out to the next stop. When my mom confronted me about it. Son, it looks you? like you shit your fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he said he was seven. Seven. Okay. Right? Yeah, seven. Wow. Uh, I brushed it off like nothing happened, but we soon left the area and went home for me to clean up. Wait, you brushed it off like nothing happened. Your mom was like, honey, did you shit your pants? You and like, you were like, no. no.
2: And she believed you? She you got like, outwitted this by a seven-year-old. embarrassed,
1: and I'm gonna wait till we get home. I
2: guess. Yeah. But then you'd be like, "Let's go home." This kid's embarrassed, and I still need slides.
1: I truly hope this wasn't too long. If you do read this anecdote, I appreciate it. Big fans of you too and glad we keep glad to keep listening. Dude, Evan,
2: I Evan, I straight up don't believe you didn't shit for five years.
1: I also don't believe that.
2: I'm skeptical at best.
1: Gage, someone named Gage. Sends an email saying, shove it, Steve. Steve, I only, hi boys, I only put this as a subject so you'd read it. Do you think that would make us read it? Definitely not. It was just next. (laughs) You guys are great and I listen to you. I'm not even lying all day. I do not even remember the last time I listened to music. Your poop cast is so funny. (laughs) We
2: kind of listened to a whole album today.
1: Your poop cast is so funny to me. I love laughing at it all day. Anyway, I had some blank is my favorite blank stuff. I was playing my weekly session of D&D and were at a sort of horse racing track, but it was for dinosaurs. Okay. One of the dinosaur names was Mountain Thunder. Was Mountain favorite Thunder favorite is beverage. my favorite
2: flavor of Mountain Dew or something similar.
1: I had a couple good ones in there for it. Mountain Thunder is my favorite monster truck. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Mountain Thunder is my favorite Walmart knockoff soda. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very good. Mountain Thunder is my favorite scent of a men's shampoo. Uh huh. Mountain Thunder is my favorite fart descriptor. (laughs) And finally, Mountain Thunder is my favorite Goosebumps book.
2: I like all those. All those. Thanks for
1: the laughs, boys, and shout out to Derek.
2: (laughs) It hasn't gotten annoying yet. No, I still like it.
1: Um. Damien sends an email saying he got a new got, got a new job.
2: <laughs>
1: Says, how you doing boys? I'm Damien Razzle from Las Vegas. Razo. And I've recently got a new job as a porter for an apartment complex. Not sure what that is. Eighty percent of the job is walking around picking up people's litter. And in the month I've worked here, I've found some interesting stuff I wouldn't expect. So I've compiled a list for you guys to enjoy. Oh I love this. This is fun, yeah. This is great. Here you go. Alright, here's stuff that Damien Razo found at a Las Vegas apartment complex.
2: Rich people garbage.
1: Cleaning up. One whole fish. Wow. A bloody mask, not around the nose. This <laughs> is <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so someone's Are you reading a, was in, this like an a evidence list? <laughs> Sounds like an 1800s tuberculosis handkerchief someone was coughing (laughs) into. Uh, uh, uh. Plate full of cupcakes. That must have been a breakup or something, or someone's like
2: shitty peace offering, maybe. Yeah. Fuck that person. Yeah. Fuck you. You think cupcakes will fix that? Yeah.
1: No, no. Cupcakes don't make up for that shit. It is Vegas, but you know. Hang on. Let me turn this on. Too many clean. Too many cleanly eaten chicken bones, dude. I'm always. Interested in that. what Like chicken bones that have been like completely,
2: completely cleaned yeah. Yeah, of every. A, a, a taste for different. All things. sorts of stuff, yeah. I'm kind of out on chicken wings at the moment.
1: Really, just in general? You just I don't know. Enough? It's like
2: the older I got, the more I thought about it, it's and the more I didn't like gross. it. gross. Yeah. It's good. They have to taste pretty good for me to get over. Yeah. How weird it is. Because
1: you're like getting in there and there's like veins and sinew and Hell ligaments yeah. and you're like, and buffalo really sauce <laughs> and sugar <laughs> <laughs> and fried shit.
2: I love that shit. I'm not going to act like it's bad. Oh yeah.
1: Same. But it's like, it's really weird when you think about it. When you think too hard about it, it starts to get gross. And, and
2: then you think super hard about it and you're like, oh, we're people.
1: Right. And we're, we're at just the top of the food chain. That we're just chomping down on beasts, yeah. other beasts. People's finances on a napkin. <laughs> Not enough condoms. Human-sized dog shit on the sidewalk.
2: Sounds like you're just doing candle flavors.
1: Hope you guys enjoyed. This job is boring and your podcast has made it somewhat fun. Have a good day.
2: I would listen to this while you picked up that kind of stuff. Thank you for keeping a list. Um... And I'm at the Coliseum.
1: Here's some, fu- someone's got some funny Beatles content. Okay. Jamie sends a thing with funny Beatles content road saying hi to the gorgeous DBBB boys. Gorgeous, huh? This is, uh, <coughs> who's this? This is Jamie. Someone named Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Or Jamie. Jamie.
2: Jamie. Jamie. Can I shout out one time on TikTok this fucking Joey Dardano dude?
1: Yeah, please. Oh, the guy doing the thing? Yeah, play it.
2: Joey Dardano. Dude. Let's hear his long name. Listen to this Italian man say this. This is my favorite sound that's on TikTok right now. When
0: I'm
2: at the Coliseum, don't tell me to do anything. I can't even do it, dude. That's like the Mariah Carey of Italian people. Oh yeah, Muchello Carey.
1: This is a singular honk, little lady, horn-born South England girl. Longtime listener, you know them good old SourceFed and Mike OG advice days. First-time reader, roder. That's good. I like that. First-time roder. Roder. Because nice. I've truly never had a single thing worth sharing with you guys. However, that all changed this morning when I was pursuing Twitter instead of doing my job and came across, it is perusing, isn't it? It is. Yep. That's right. And came across something. I knew instantly I had to share with y'all my new favorite thing, books written by people with tenuous links to the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) I've attached a few that I've come across in the Twitter thread and hope you get as much of a kick out of it as I did. Thanks for all the laughs and bits got me through some seriously hard times in my life and watching you both all these years has made me truly weird. I love it. P.S. A repo man just came and towed my car because I owed them 400 British pounds. Oh no. So your morning is probably going better than mine. Also, <clears throat> I am from the South, so I sounds not a the if you read this in the accent. Go off, I guess.
2: Go off, kings.
1: Paul McCartney's hairdresser wrote a song called, the, or wrote a book called The Cutting Edge. <laughs> The story of the Beatles hairdresser who defined an era. The story of Deborah. Charlie Lennon, uncle to a (laughs) Beatle. John Lennon's uncle wrote a book. Well, one time he came over and he shit his pants and then he humped the
2: fridge. I remember he had a bike. That's kind kind of a memory I have of him Oh
1: you know what I'll tell you something you probably never heard
2: before You ready He loved apples (laughs) I'm his uncle (laughs) I'm his uncle (laughs) The woman who did their payroll
1: Wrote a book called My Beatles Hell The Tragical History Tour of Beryl Adams
2: Tragical History
1: Tour she says my beatles hell the tragical history tour of beryl adams beryl adams was brian epstein's first secretary as he forged his musical dynasty and molded the beatles into the world's most successful pop band ever she was once married to the homosexual cavern disc jockey bob wooler and counted amongst her (laughs) string of lovers epstein's biographer
2: ray coleman can you please read that guy's title that guy's official title again homosexual cavern disc jockey the
0: guy was a homosexual cavern you could find three or four guys inside that
2: guy at any time you have a fucking you have a card a business card yeah 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 he
0: was real he's a real good guy bob wooler homosexual cavern disc jockey we called him <laughs> Everything was cool back then.
1: She disliked John Lennon and intensely, regarding him as an overbearing bully, and always knew that Paul McCartney was a much smarter cookie, the mm. guy with the staying power. Someone had a crush. Fuck. Someone got denied by Lennon and then was
2: like, "You." Well, he was also not a nice person. <laughs> She was
1: arguably the first woman to manage a pop band, the Kirkbees, who could have hit the big time if handled right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They weren't and didn't. Fuck.
1: She died horribly and unexpectedly of Mad Cow's disease. Why does it say this on the back of the book?
2: I don't know. It's put out by a person who's even more separate from the Beatles. What is this song? (laughs) This is called Clap Your Fucking Hands by (laughs) Oak and finally,
1: her personal favorite, um, a woman who made John a cheese sandwich wrote a book mm-hmm. called A Cheese Sandwich for John Lennon, Coming of Age in Rockin' Liverpool. How many pages is that? About? I don't know. I just see the cover and it's got a grilled cheese on it with some glasses. 300
2: pages. The woman who <laughs> made the grilled cheese sandwich. Dude, imagine... I mean, I guess it's not impressive until you you uh read about how much money the book made i know if right. the if the book made a lot of money then it's like how famous does john lennon have to be mm-hmm. for the person who may, to may actually not have... make a profit off right of it. right yeah. right i'm, I'm guessing mean, so 14 cool. people have that book
0: i saw him come to house with some overalls on
2: i knew john he had little shorts
0: I knew he was going to be a big star because of the way he would drink his milk. (laughs) Chapter
1: (laughs) 2. Chapter 2, The Way John Drank His Milk. All right, Maggie, we'll do one more here. I want to read it. Maggie (laughs) McGonigal. (laughs) I know, I'd read it too. He ran
0: around a lot. Mm, That's it. (laughs) That's the end of the book. There by the window
2: in the morning sun, John sat and drank his milk.
0: John just laughed and laughed and laughed, you know, like
2: he was a kid or something. (laughs) Ran around and around, round and round and round. Round and round. One time I saw Johnny. He went up to the one of the neighborhood dogs and petted on the head, and
1: that's when I knew he was going to be a star. <laughs> Just trying to come up with any. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm his uncle. Every other sentence says he's his uncle. Did All you right. ever
2: hear him sing? Oh, he sang happy birthday to yeah. uh, my mother once. I heard him whistle. <laughs>
1: All right, Maggie sends an email saying, "Hey there, BB Buies. Saying History Road, Mike, I'll help you die in my hometown.
2: Oh, tight. Is this? <laughs> someone's gonna murder you. I was
1: listening to last week's episode, two seventy two, scared cows milk <laughs> on the plane
2: <laughs> on the way home from my honeymoon. Somebody had to type that. Up.
1: <laughs> then I heard Mike's mention my hometown." Heard Mike mention my hometown for the second time in podcast history, except this time he wasn't mentioning a burger place he fell in love with that had been gone, unfortunately.
2: Oh, Doylestown.
1: But mentioning that my hometown was like Northern California in which it was of the places he would happily die at. Well, Mike, being a Doylestown PA native myself, let me say, uh, let me just say you might find a little more... Then six hundred thousand dollars to die in Bucks County, but when you need a realtor or a tour guide, you can always hit me up.
2: I also. Is she saying she's from Northern uh, California, or she's from Doylestown? She's from.
1: She's from Doylestown, but I think she lives. Okay. Wait, but mentioning that my hometown was like Northern California, in which it was of the places he would happily die at Well, Mike being a Doylestown PA native. Oh, so she must be from, from there, but is now living in Doylestown. Is that what I'm getting from this? Is that what you're getting from this? What's anybody getting from this? Maybe, maybe it'll make more sense when we read more of it. Okay. When you need a real tour tour guide, you can always hit me up. I also only have the personality traits of being a Italian and B homesick for the Northeast.
2: So she's in. Dude, context clues, Flair. Yep. So give me Is an excuse. The broken Da Vinci Code of I mean, Realtor? to order? be fair, we didn't read the whole <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe read
1: the whole thing first.
2: I saw a whistle.
1: Um, she's homesick for the northeast uh, so give me an excuse to go home love you boys lots please tour somewhere near Cleveland or Detroit so I can escape this corn filled hell in Ohio I currently live in for a little bit oh, ba- oh okay, my now god we're all over the place oh my god now we're all over the place this is some
2: Da Vinci Code shit why are you trying to sell me a house in Ohio uh uh
1: that i live in for a little bit to laugh and enjoy some horn honkies thank you for always being my friends and filling my home with laughter while i cook or clean y'all truly mean a lot to me hugs and kisses maggie giles or Uh, giles
2: maggie giles and
1: she's got her insta on here and said had to change it because of marriage it's now whatever this is and then her phone number is here but i don't want to call
2: her i don't want to live in ohio guys thank you so much
1: for listening to today's episode of the show we hope you guys really enjoyed our walk down um memory lane dude this was an insane episode what a lot we went everywhere yeah i didn't even get to talk about orifice from the matrix
2: stay tuned
1: stay tuned for next episode um all right well plugs
2: um Inf- surrounded is happening tonight. I'm, I'm doing those advice videos. I'm trying to uh, get a bunch done at once. So if you have anything you'd like me to talk about, hit me up in my DMS on uh, Instagram. My photography Instagram is Mike Faltography and on Mike you'll see a link and I'm selling a bunch of presets. So you could um, edit photos like some of the ones that I've edited over the past year. And that's been really fun, dude. And me and Steve. Wii you Wii you. red alert, big announcement. This is the announcement we were talking about before. For those of you that stayed all the way to the end, here's your reward. It looks like, should have looked this up before we started mm-hmm. recording, <laughs> but on the 1st and 2nd of December, mm-hmm. it looks like the DB live experience is coming back to the live arena. Where, you might ask either on december 1st or 2nd be in brooklyn at the world famous bell house mm-hmm.
1: the crystal ballroom in uh in boston
2: and that's wait. the other one. oh
1: wait crystal ballroom <laughs> and bell house
2: yes these are two different two different places which day are which
1: it's uh well
2: unclear currently
1: it looks like <laughs> it
2: should be, <laughs> should be clear.
1: should be clear should be clear uh let's see what do we have here. Um December 1st at the Crystal Ballroom in Boston. Uh-huh. And then December 2nd at the Bell House in and Brooklyn.
2: We're expecting links from those pretty soon. So if we get them like tonight, they'll be in the description of the podcast. If not, I'll have a link on Falzone.com when everything is finalized. And um yeah, you'll be able to find this info. Yeah. Dude, I did a direct dot me mm-hmm. in uh the bio section of my instagram and that has a bunch of like important links
1: it's like a link tree almost yeah
2: similar i love that but i really like the way the direct.me looks i'll check it out so uh, i'll put it there when it's uh when it's all ready
1: but yeah we're gonna have uh ticket links up soon and we hope to see you guys on the east coast it's our first out of state dynamic banter tour oh no we went to nashville yes that's right
2: yeah 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 it's our first one in New York, I think.
1: First one on the East Coast, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you East Coast uh, born boys and girls and everyone in between, <laughs> please come to see your DB boys live because it's something else when we do a live show. Yes. A lot of weird shit happens. We do live history roads. Mm-hmm. If you got a story,
0: and bring us a story be afraid, to tell.
1: If you're not afraid to be roasted by Mike and I, probably.
2: Well, only if you deserve it. Right.
1: Yeah. But, you know, you can't help that. but anyway uh more details soon but yes we're very excited we're gonna get out there and see you guys and uh yeah that's it that's that's that that's the big announcement yeah anything else
2: i mean all the stuff i said before a lot of fun it's just gonna be a fun uh future time yep Uh, a lot of fun stuff in the near future for us so we hope you guys look forward to that we will we'll keep you guys in the loop and we
1: appreciate you very much thank you for your history roads thank you to Headgum. thank you to our sponsors thank you mike thank you steve We'll see you next time on the show. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.